Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cricket Illawarra podcast. We're back again. Um, we're very excited to be here. What a week of cricket it was. Yeah, I'm Daniel McGookin, and yeah, another great week of cricket in the Illawarra. The rain threatened. It came down, but the pitchers were able to stand firm. Um, maybe a few upgrades on the covers might come soon, but no, at least cricket was able to be enjoyed by most. At least the pitchers stood better than the Australian middle order, let's put it that way. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Most right? things do, though, I guess. I think we need to get Corbin Brown into that, um, into the Australian 11. Six sixes and, and six balls. Mate, just get him in there. Mate, he gets double figures. That's right up there for us now. His number one quality is that he can hit the ball. <laughs> oh, anyway then, <laughs> we'll leave that little bit of shade. Um, first up, who impressed you this round? Uh, who impressed me? I've got to say it's probably um, going to be Dapto. I didn't think they were going to be able to con- continue the winning march, but they did. They won won the toss. They sent in Hunnensburg. Their bowling again shone through. It was a 40-over game, and they were able to get the win. Always they're bowling. Every week, it's just consistent. Yeah, they, they didn't set the world on fire. They made it hard for Hannesburg to score, but again, they kept kept them down 167 runs, seven wickets lost, and they were able to chase that score down. And again, again Skiffley went well with the Willow. Nice little 40-odd not out, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the captain again leading the charge. He was not out at the end um, in quite a tight finish. Um, ben Chapman got the best bowling figures, two for 32 off his six. Shay Brady for Hannesburg, open for 40, but he was really the only shining light with the bat. All right, what, as what, for what, me then. Yeah, what about you, Cam? What, what, what impressed you this week? Um, got to go with, like I say, Wongong, off the mark. Very proud of them. I'm sure our next guest isn't as proud of that, about that, but, yeah, they've been building towards this as in uni. They've done really well towards to eventually get here, I guess. The last couple of weeks have been, first week they are kind of shaky and they've just gone better and better as the year has gone on. Robert Lane did very well with the Willow again, 61 of 72. Yeah, it was finally. It was great to see the uni get a win. It went right down to the second last ball of the game where they nailed the winning runs and match winning not by Lane. But yeah, I felt sorry for Port there. They've been tripping along each each week. They've been thereabouts. They haven't been getting smashed. They haven't been losing badly, I guess. Daniel Lee again led the way with the bat, 69 runs. What's but he averaging now? Three million? Well, he, they can't get him out. Four <laughs> not close to that. <laughs> and I think he's got an average of 295. But yeah, 69 runs off the 126 balls. Maybe in hindsight, maybe not quite fast enough, but he was the anchor of their innings, but it just wasn't enough against the Uni 11. All right, then we'll move on to West versus Balgowney. What's your thoughts? Yeah, this game was at Judy Masters. Uh, Wes went in first and was absolutely rattled. 112 all out of 28.5 overs. Purely because Grant Newman stood up as well. He yeah. had if he's 63. That's for sure. And what, and what did um, Balgani do next? What Balgani does. They <laughs> dominated. <laughs> like, what more can I say? They just, they're a juggernaut. When they're, yeah. They just do their thing. 11.3 overs, they chased down that total. They lost four wickets. Also got to give um, a notable mention to the captain, Jamie Fleming, with his bowling for Balgowney, 5 for 21 of 6.5 overs. Big, big <laughs> part in the victory for Balgowney. I was going to say, 11 overs, like, <laughs> what more can you say? 
right, then we're moving on to Coromel versus Northern Districts. How did you see that game, Cammy Mack? Much better game. It was a close game. Northern Districts come in, batted first, six for 180. Looked a little, of 38 overs, looked about par, I thought. Uh, Coromel didn't get there easily in the end. They got there seven for 184. Did enough, though, with the Willow. Yeah, Mitchell Jones at first drop for Coromel. Important 84, really carried this innings for Coromel. Um, Xavier McDemmitt, bowled well to talk about sort of stuff. Three for no, 26. He, he had bowled well for Coromel. But yeah, it was... No one really stood tall, but it's an important win for Northern. They're, they're one of the sides sitting outside the fall with Coromel, so that important points victory for them. Nice. And it's got Coromel sitting just one position outside of the fall. So Coromel's now up to fifth, obviously, as you said. So... You've got to think a couple more wins now for the right time of the season and they could jump right up there. Yeah, that's for sure, sliding Northern down to sixth. And what about the final game? Kira versus Wollongong at Kira Village. How did you see that, Cam? Kira's bowling is on form. I thought the batting was a bit as solid without being brilliant. Seven for 217 off 35 is quick, but again, nobody really got that big score. That was their problem that slowed them down. Yeah, there was a lot of starts. Smith opened for 41. Dan D'Souza ran out on 38. Captain Johnston with a 39. At 217. It looks good, but that could really easily be 250, 260 if one guy goes on to get 100, 120. Yeah, it is off 35 overs. So. Of course, but, but that's the one thing they were missing to make their bright yeah, up there. Yeah, that's for sure, that's for sure. In the end, though, no real fuss. Skittle Wollongong for 182, so again, Daniel's I sorry, David Stockholm scored well again for another 50, but wasn't enough. Yeah, Caitlin Smith, the opening bat, not only scored 41 and top score, but he also got the best figures with 3 for 30. Clearly the man of the match then. Yeah. <laughs> We're very excited to have our next guest, Jason Ralston from the mighty Port Kembla. Yeah, he's quite a young captain. He's got a lot of representative duties this year and he's really done well with the Port Campbell team that not many thought we're even going to field a strong 11 at the start of the year. So let's bring him on. i say one thing out there, people, before we throw it to him. Remember the name. Hey, Jason, and welcome to the Cricket Editor podcast. You're here with Dan and Cam. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you, mate? Not too bad. Um, it's been a... Consistent year for Port so far. Early win and haven't been able to get a victory since. How did you feel that you went with the last last minute victory loss? Sorry, on the weekend. Yeah, um, we've been batting pretty well recently, and I think that bowling's been letting us down, and that's something that hasn't happened for a while. We've been getting around 200 consistently, and I guess our game against Uni on the weekend was just it's just cricket, like. It was, a, it was a tough loss and was a couple of disappointed people, but look, we, we fought it out right to the end and we probably could have bowled a bit better and finished off a bit better, but I guess that's good and they got on top of us in the end. You mentioned the batting. Daniel Lee, he's on absolute fire with the willow. Yeah, yeah. he's. Uh, I think he's got an average of 200 at the moment. It's only got out once. According to us, he's got just under 300, actually. Oh, even better. Yeah. Um, so you've got a couple of matches, well this weekend against University was a tough loss, but you've got three games coming up against teams 
in a similar position on the ladder, Coromel, Northern yeah. Districts and West. Um, what's going to be the tip to change those matches into point support? I think we just got to bowl more consistently and well keep up our batting performances. And Daniel Lee is probably going to be the one that we're going to have to bat around because he's just batting so well at the moment, as you can see. Um, and then we're just going to have to attack probably early and try and get some early wickets and try to slow them down in the middle overs and at the death and then see what happens from there. Are those three games you can really target to kickstart the season? Yeah, I think so. If, if we get a couple wins here, then I'll push us up to the five or six there and then that, that's, that'll be a solid position for us heading into the back end of the season after Christmas. Uh, what, what about yourself, Jason? I, um, you had a strong year bowling last year and it is, you, the wickets aren't tumbling so far in the early season. Um, are you yeah. happy with how you, you're going? Or Yeah, I've been bowling a lot. I, just, I guess wickets have been the big issue. Um, probably had a couple drop catches and a couple missed opportunities, but I guess that's cricket. I've just got to focus on trying to hit the stumps and knocking people over and then work work my way on from there. Of course, has anything changed in your routine or same old, same old with training and everything to try to improve oh, everything that? basically been the same. I've been, uh, had a pretty high workload with uh, rep cricket at the moment and then I guess it, it's been tough. I'm going to miss out a couple of games due to uh, underage cricket duties but other than that, Everything's basically been been pretty cosy. Is this your first year as captain of Port, or? Yeah, this is my first year. How, as captain of... how have you found the challenge of captaining? I, I notice that you're quite young. Um, yeah, how, how have you found yeah. it so far this year? I guess on the field hasn't really been an issue. I've played a, a fair bit of cricket, like not to pump up my own tyres, but <laughs> I have do have some experience with captaining sides and. I think the biggest, the hardest thing about being captain is the stuff off the field rather than the stuff on the field. On the field's pretty easy, like setting fields and playing to a situation, but just finding players and making teams and making sure people do what they need to do for the club has just been the hardest thing in the moment. Um, are you confident of bringing the team to the top four? Um, I'd, be, I'd be happy with being the top four, but look, I think... Sitting in the middle would be our, our best shot. Um, obviously, no one wants to be last, so we want to aim for five or six and then push on from there. Like People didn't think we were going to have a team this season, and if we come out in that position, it's going to be a great result for us this year. Definitely, definitely. Is there also more, I guess, goals for, you said your rep season, a few goals in that you've yeah. set yourself for? Yeah, yeah, there have been a couple goals. Um, well, I'm playing in Adelaide at in December uh, for the under-19s ACT New South Wales country, so that, I'm going to look to take wickets there, obviously, and then push on, um, and then probably Sydney grade next year. I was going to say Sydney grade, then New South Wales all the way to Australia? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be nice. <laughs> be perfect. Alright, well, Good luck um, with Port Kembla and 
also with yourself and with your rep, rep cricket coming up and whatnot. Um, thank you yeah. for joining the podcast and appreciate your time here this afternoon. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Thanks for that, Jase. <laughs> As you heard out there, great interview by our guest this week, the young, inspired quick, who hopefully can make it all the way to the national side. Yeah, playing in Adelaide, wow. Uh, hopefully he can get a bag full, it only takes that one game, get his name on the lips of a couple of key selectors and away we go. Exactly right, get the wickets when someone's around to see it, really. Hopefully he gets on to, although it's a bit disappointing to hear though that he's going to leave the mighty cricket in Lawara for Sydney grade next year. Leaving us. A man's got to do what he's got to do. Now, how, how, how do you see this week shaping up, Cam? Round five, couple of key matchups. I say a lot of teams around each other in the table are playing. So I think games like Northern District versus Port Kembla has a lot of importance. I think Port Kembla will bounce back and they will move their way up the ladder. What about yourself, Daniel? Yeah, I also like um, the game Kira versus Dapto. Two top four teams at the moment. That's going to shake up a lot of feathers. We've got Helensburg versus Coromel too. That, I believe that's second versus fifth. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but that again... You're correct, sir, so there's no point correcting anything there. <laughs> yeah, so there'll be some good cricket around. Hopefully the weather stays away this weekend, so you've got a peaceful weekends of cricket. All right, on some bold predictions here. I'm going to read out five games. One word answer, who wins? Uni West, uh, Illawarra. West. West. Northern District, Port Campbell. Port. Balgani, Wollongong. Balgani. Helensburg, Coromel. Helensburg. And Kira Dapto. Kira. Done. Well done. I like the little rapid fire. None of this taking 20 minutes analysing it. Bang. Give me the answers. Oh, what about yourself? You, you get out of it scot-free. Come on. <laughs> I did get out Come of scot-free. I'm throwing you under the bus here. <laughs> do, do, do you disagree with any of my selections? Is there any that you'd like to change? Um, I wasn't really listening, to be honest. <laughs> nah. Um, to be fair, I think you're mostly on the mark. I think you went against... You went Port Kembler, which I'm confident with. As I said, you went Balgani, my like... Helensburg, you said over Coromel, didn't you? Yes. Again, happy with that. I guess you said uni, did you? Oh, I said, yeah, no, I said West over well, uni. Well, there you go. I'm going with uni. I reckon uni's going two in a row. I said go. they've been building to that first win. They've got the first one off the bat. Two, three, four, they'll go. Continuing on. The show must go on, and what a week we have in Illawarra cricket. Yeah, so we've got the five key games, which is going to be all important, and we've also got the Sixers smash at Dalton Park, a bit of mosaic cricket, day out for the multicultural community, where opportunity for a lot of, I guess, talent out there to play with the best of the best, the men in pink themselves, the Sydney Sixers. Yeah, it looks like a great prize, a money can't buy big bash experience, so... This Sunday at Thomas Dalton Park.